This guy is ultra funny. He hails from the state of Colorado. He now lives in Seoul where he teaches English. He used to have a terrible beard, but now he looks more like Teddy Roosevelt. Give it up for a funny Mr. C. Charles! All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, excited to be here, guys. This is cool. Uh, yeah, I do have a mustache. Uh, it's a blonde mustache, which is just like a regular mustache. If a regular mustache had the cloaking device from Predator, you know, it's, it's like you kind of see it. It's like very hidden in the paleness of my face, you know, kind of there. Uh, the other day, like I did have a beard and I went to work and, I, and after I shaved it, my coworker, they just go, oh, Mr. Charles, you shaved your beard. It looks very special. <laughs> They're just going through the entire Rolodex of all the adjectives they knew. Like, what's the most neutral thing that I could say? You know, like, I don't know, because, guys, like, now I just feel like I'm a, like, I'm a young, like, kind of, you know, like, Lieutenant Sanders. You know, like, I'm still, still in the Army, but I'm getting a little bit disillusioned, trying to start to exper experiment with fried chicken. That's, <laughs> that's the way I feel like right now, you know. Uh, but let's see, uh, last week, uh, it was my brother's birthday, uh, last Tuesday was my brother's birthday, and, uh, I actually, they, they gave me the, the day off from work, which was really nice, uh, uh, but it wasn't for my brother's birthday, the reason they gave me the day off is because they just, they know me at my work, you know, they, they knew that, uh, if I went into work that day, and, uh, I, I would just be completely useless, like, the first kid would just, like, raise their hand and ask what the date was, and I would just like die laughing, they'd be like, six, nine? <laughs> oh God, yeah, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. My, my brother was born on the most hilarious day of the year. I can't help that, that's, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see, but uh, I don't know what I'm gonna get my brother for, for his birthday, like uh, I still haven't gotten him a gift. Uh, one thing that I know that I'm not gonna get him is a gift card. Guys, gift cards are the worst. Sure, they're, they're okay to give, get, but you know, like, if you give a gift card, that's like the, the easiest way to show that you just like barely care about somebody. You know, like, the only difference between a gift card and like uh, a charitable like on Facebook is that like a charitable like actually does more for a cause, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't know. Gift cards, they're the worst, right? Okay, they're the best. We, yeah, okay, uh, big gift card crowd, all right. We, uh, <laughs> oh, man, but uh, let's see. Naughty by Nature? Anybody remember Naughty by Nature? Yeah, yeah Naughty by Nature. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. You know, like, that's, that's what I thought. But then, like, now, like, I'm a little bit older and I look back, I'm like, Naughty by Nature? They, they chose that name, guys. Naughty. They're like, they're just like, hey, we're just a little bit bad. That's, that's all. You know, like, this is my impression of, like, the, them as, like, a group. Like, trying to figure out which name that they're going to do. They're like, okay, guys. You know, we're, we're, like, we're this rap group. We're from the streets. we got to be real tough. Like, uh, how can we show how tough we are? And then one guy, like, raises his hand. He's like, hey, do you remember when you were, like, a little baby? And, and your mom said you were naughty? They're like, yes, you're on to something. Let's do it, you know? I don't know, like, I feel like they're just trying to, like, seduce Austin Powers or something. I don't know. Ooh, naughty, you know? Like, I have kindergarten students, if I called them naughty, they would look at me like, what'd you say to me, motherfucker? I don't, I, 
Like, it's just, it's terrible. You know, and like, I don't know if you, okay, so do you remember their logo? So it was like, Naughty by Nature, and then it was like a baseball bat. And it, when I first saw that, when I was in junior high, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. It's like a weapon. They were using that as like a weapon. They'd go around and bite people and hit them with baseball bats. Now I just think that it means that they liked baseball. That's all that I think that it means now. Like basically, the equation for their name is just like a little bit bad, psychology 101 phrase, and then like their love of baseball. That's, that's it. That's all it is. Oh uh, man, guys, that joke killed on Twitter. That joke killed on Twitter. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I am on Twitter. I love doing Twitter. Uh, uh, my little brother, he, like I, I said earlier, it was his birthday last week. Uh, he's my biggest fan on Twitter. Uh, whenever I do a tweet, he's always like, hey, radical tweet, bro. Like, oh, thanks, man. Thanks. That's really nice of you. And then sometimes I'll like write a tweet about a boat, and I'll be like, hey, nautical tweet, bro. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks. Sometimes, uh, every once in a while, I'll, I'll like tweet about my extended vacation, and he goes, hey, sabbatical tweet, bro. I'm like, all right, all right, thanks, man. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. Uh, let's see, uh, does, did anybody ever go to youth group here? Anyone go to youth group? Yeah, youth group, yeah, it's kind of yeah, weak, lame. I remember, like, I was always I fancying myself like the bad boy of youth group. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm the coolest guy here. You know, I remember we, we had this one lock-in. We went to this youth group lock-in, and it was on like a Friday the 13th. And I thought I was like so cool, junior high, C. Charles, and I, and I went up to the youth pastor and I go, ooh, we're, we're having a lock-in, it's Friday the 13th. Ooh, isn't that scary? And, and the youth pastor goes, uh, yeah, well, did you know that for every Friday the 13th, there's also a Sunday the 1st? I don't really know what he meant by that. I don't know why he said that. Because, like, I, for me, like, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm, like, I'm a, I'm a big movie guy, but I haven't seen every movie. Like, is there, like, a Sunday the first movie that's, like, the polar opposite of Friday the 13th? You know, like, a, a bunch of teenagers go into the woods. They keep their virginity. You know? And then, and then Kurt Cameron comes out and sings some acoustic guitar songs. You know, like, that's... I don't know. It could That could be a real movie. I don't know. But, you know, like, with a little bit of hindsight, I've realized, you know, this is all youth group is. Youth group is just a way to, like, teach kids that not every adult that plays guitar is actually cool. That's all that youth group is. That's it's a long lesson. We all have to learn it, guys. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, here's something about, like, uh, about myself. Like, I didn't realize that uh, growing up meant that... Uh, 90% of your conversations had to be about television shows. When did, when did this happen? I, did, I thought it was like mortgage. No, no, no. It's just about like you just have to know what's on HBO regularly. But like one thing that I have noticed is like I'm a lot less critical of television shows when there's a keyboard underneath the screen. Usually like if I watch a show on my laptop, I'll watch it and I'm like, oh, this is, this is just shit. And then I'll look down and I'll see the keyboard and say, like, oh, really? You think so? Here's a keyboard. Why don't you write something better? It's pretty good. I like that one part with the nudity. That was good. But like, I don't know. So like, basically guys, if you, if you can talk about TV with somebody, you're gonna have a good conversation. So like, I talk a lot about TV with my parents. And uh, my mom, she, she loves Downton Abbey. Does anybody here watch Downton Abbey? Yeah, great show, great show. 
I never thought I would like a show about people helping other people get dressed as much as I do, but it's so good, guys. Oh, my God. There was one episode where there was a stain on the shirt. Oh, my God. The most riveting television I've seen since the moon landing. It was so... All right, okay, fair enough. I've never seen the moon landing, uh, but my generation's moon landing. And, and my generation's moon landing was when... Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember when uh, Madonna kissed Britney Spears at the Video Music Awards. That's my generation's moon landing, okay? You know? and, and you know what's funny? They actually have a conspiracy about that now, too. The conspiracy goes that Madonna and Britney, they weren't actually in love when they did that kiss. They were just doing it to promote their upcoming tours. I mean, come on, conspiracy theorists. How dumb do you think we are? Yeah. Uh, but let's see, I also watch uh, TV with my dad. Um, so, like, last time I was home, he wanted to show me, like, House of Cards, and so uh, he sat me down to show me the first episode of House of Cards, and I don't know if uh, uh, anyone has seen the House of Cards, like, the first episode, the first scene, Kevin Spacey kills a dog. Ugh. So, like, right after that happened, my dad just leans over to me and he just goes, symbolism. What? <laughs> Why would he say that? Like, was he afraid that I would think the entire show was just Kevin Spacey driving around the greater D.C. area murdering dogs? I don't know. Maybe he thought I didn't know what symbolism is, which is not the case. Like, I, I have an English degree. I know what symbolism is. Like, for example, it's very symbolic when your dad points out what symbolism is. That's symbolic that your English degree is completely worthless, you know? <laughs> Right, like right now, basically, my English degree is the only receipt I haven't immediately thrown away. That's all that it is, guys. Uh, well, while we're on uh, the topic of, uh, of metaphors, uh, do you know who's terrible at metaphors? Stoners. You know, like stoners are the worst. Like, just think about it. Like, what's the quintessential stoner metaphor? Like, oh, high as a kite. Really? That's the highest thing you can think of? A kite? Like, that makes no sense at all. The majority of kites that I see, they're either, like, on the shelf or, like, in the trash after somebody got bored with it. You know, what you, What stoner should say is, like, I was as high as Everest. Because at least then, like, that's the highest thing. You know, like, there's nothing higher than Everest, guys. That's the highest. And if there's a kite enthusiast who is a stoner, they could be like, I'm as high as a kite on Everest. Because it's still on Everest. That is the... All right, guys. That's it for me. Thank you very much. I am C. Charles. Give it up one more time for C. Charles, everyone. Hell yeah. Let's get one more round of applause for Mr. K. Kim. What up, K? K. Yeah, we're actually cousins, guys. Uh, a little weird. Don't like talking about it, but you know, Kay knows my mom, so I could talk about this story a little bit. Like, uh, my mom was Korean, dude, so like, she was super strict and life sucked, alright? And I remember like coming home, like, drunk and high from a party once, and my mom was like, oh, oh, poor. Why you no study? Like, you're cutting. Like, Mom, because I'm fucking American, that's why. I'm not Korean, Mom. You know what American kids do? We go to parties, we get drunk, and we listen to Bon Jovi, Mom. 
showing my age a little bit, guys, you know? And she was like, poor. So you think you know Korean? I change your all your diaper. You know American. <laughs> Look like tiny sesame seed. She knew too much, man. Had to go, had to do it, you know? <laughs> guys, you guys ready for your next comic good evening? Hell yes, this guy is hilarious. He's a local, he is in the United States Air Force. Please give it up for hilarious Mr. Donnell Brown! Fuck, are we tired? Are we tired in here? Fucking bullshit. Actually, I don't like coming up to applause anymore. I don't even understand why we have to clap and say, I need you guys to do me a favor because I want to dance. I want interest music when I'm coming on stage. So if everyone can help me out just a little bit, just a little bit and stomp and clap for me, just... Alright, you guys look good. Shut the fuck up, big bunch of dummies. Paul, come introduce me again, and do not clap. Do that This man... Dummies, they still clapped. <laughs> you, got, you got stopped stomping and clapping so I could dance up here, and you went back to clapping. There's no teaching you, you bunch of butt licks. Do you get, don't you hate when you get called a name that's not something you usually get called? You don't know how to react to it. You can call me an asshole, I'm fine with that. Everybody calls me an asshole. The fuck is a butt lick? Alright, I'm gonna sit down and talk with you for a minute because I didn't come up with any jokes. <laughs> Uh, so let's, let's go back. Let's go back and talk about what everyone else talked about. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, Paul Smitty was up here talking about Mortal Kombat and nobody fucking responded. Like, none of you know what the fuck Mortal Kombat is. Do you know Mortal Kombat? You know that shit. Uh, I played the new one, Mortal Kombat X, like this. And shit made me feel old. Made me feel old as fuck. I was like, you know, that shit came out when we were young, when I was young. I don't know how old you fucks are. When I was young, this shit came out. And all of my favorite characters from back then are still in the game, but now they're all in like their mid-50s, and they have kids in their 20s and 30s. Like, there's no need to do that. It doesn't even make any sense. It's an animated game. They don't have to age. Simpsons has been on TV for 20 years. The motherfuckers still look the same. But we got fucking Johnny Cage up there looking like he should be doing commercials for uh, erectile dysfunction pills. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Dude can't even hit the splits anymore like he used to. He's <laughs> punching the balls. KL. Doesn't make any damn sense. Luke Kane used to have a bicycle kick that was crisp. He used to be up there. I mean, not the same. They don't need to get old. Who's everyone's favorite? Everyone's favorite back in the day? Scorpion. 
I heard her first words. Scor- Everyone fucking loved Scorpion because he was badass. He was a demon from hell with a fucking hook that could t- get over here. Most classic line in video game history. Get over here. Now this motherfucker's 50 years old and he's like, come here, boy, let me talk at you for a minute. <laughs> and you see, the problem with you young bucks is you don't take this shit seriously. You out there with your fancy ass ripping people apart. Back in the day, we just uppercut somebody to the head, fall off, boom, fatality. Whoopsie! <laughs> Meanwhile, he's over here, his opponent, his head has exploded from boredom. Fatality. <laughs> what else did we talk about tonight? Oh, uh, 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 Jackie. My boy Jackie over there talked about uh, being offensive, telling offensive jokes. I can do that. You guys like offensive jokes, right? <laughs> so, not too long ago, a friend, uh, a friend was, was telling me about how he just bought a new apartment. He's having parties there, like, all the fucking time. Throwing all these parties. But he's upset because he keeps waking up, and people are fucking everywhere. Fucking in his bed, in the living room, like, drunk and fucking on the lawn, on the roof. It's too much. I said, I got an easy solution for you, man. You just open up a bed and breakfast and a portion clinic. <laughs> Easy. 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 What's your motto? You like your eggs scrambled. <laughs> oh. Jack, Jack, he was talking about bathrooms. I don't remember what the joke was, but he said something about bathrooms. And like, it's different. Male bathrooms and female bathrooms are a lot different. Now you go into a male bathroom and you can see something new every single day. There's always different writings on the walls. Like something new. It's like the news, but better. But I've been doing my research. I wanted to see what was what gets on the walls the most. What's the top three things? And I did that. I did an extensive like three-month hypothesis. You know, I went through all of it. Third thing that you'll see more than anything is just something derogatory about your boss. Or if you're in the military, like your commander or something, like Colonel blah blah blah, fucking dick, I hate him. Blah. Number two, dick and balls. I don't know why motherfuckers love drawing dick and balls. A lot of guys are really adept at drawing dick and balls. Are you looking at your own? <laughs> I want to draw you like one of my French girls. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. But number one, you think dick and balls is number one? Number one is swastikas. Yeah, nobody laugh. Because that's not cool. I don't know why that's always on your mind, but it, it kind of fucks me up. Because now everybody I know, all the people I think are my friends, every time I look at a dude, I'm like, you swastika drawn motherfucker. <laughs> I can just see it in your racist fucking eyes. <laughs> that's why I don't have any friends. Anybody in here think that they're a badass? I mean, think that they... You know, you're a badass person, you know some badass people. You don't know any badass people. I'll be honest with you. First of all, none of you in here are badasses because you're afraid of bucks. Bucks are this big, you can crush them with your fingers. Yeah, if a fucking bee flew over here, you'd ever want to be jumping around like a fucking Jackie Chan. <laughs> no! You're not a badass. You know who's a badass? You know who the biggest badass in the world is? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl recently did a show. 
In the middle of the show, he fell off stage and broke his leg. Went to the hospital, came back, and kept performing in that show. Bob Marley also did that. He got shot. Same day, he came back and did a show. If I'm going to create the Avengers, it's going to be Bob Marley's corpse and Dave Grohl. That's all I need. Way more badass than Vin Diesel. I'm not Vin Diesel. <laughs> Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim was up here, and he almost made a black joke. He was real close to it, and he stopped. I don't know why. I'm just scared of something. Black people are afraid of, I mean, Korean people are afraid of black people. I have empirical evidence of this proof. I've seen it. Hanging out. I know, I don't know why your voice got so deep. It's true. <laughs> I'm hanging out. I was hanging out at Jammers not too long ago. And, you know, I accidentally bumped into this Korean lady. Oops, sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. But, I, you know, I get real apologetic. I don't mean to bump into people. I, I look at them like, hey, I'm really sorry. And she goes, ah! Why? Like, I, 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 I know that I can be a little aggressive at times. I was trying to be as non-confrontational, as, you know, relaxed looking as possible. I, I, I just stood there, you know, I did one dance all night, it was right here. I tried to smile and make eye contact all night, so I was right here. How can you be afraid of that? What's wrong with you? You have some problems. Um, someone was up here talking about fuck it. Fuck it in Thailand? I don't remember who that was. That Weiberg? I don't know. Mr. Kim! Mr. Kim was talking about fuck it. And that's, and that's, you know, that's just two different languages. You know, just not really functioning together with cohesion. You know, I had the same thing. Uh, I used to, you know, I took a lot of psychology classes and I used to go and help people. You know, married couples, they'd come and ask me for help. And, you know, how do we get, you know, spice back in our life? How do we get the, you know, the spice back in our marriage? I knew, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? I knew of a good restaurant, though. Anyone ever heard of pho? Pho? It's a good hangover food. Has anyone ever heard of pho? God damn it. Mortal Kombat all over again. I, but there was a restaurant uh, out in Sacramento called Pho King. And I would tell them that. Like, you know, you want to spice up your relationship, well, have you tried Pho King? Like, seriously, if, like, if your shit is going down the drain and you can't figure out what to do, try Pho King really turn your life around. <laughs> but if you're there, and you can't finish all your food there, they give you a cup, and they put the fire in a cup. I'm like, so yeah, just, you know, if you can't finish there, just get it to go and leave. Just make sure you shut the fuck up before you go. <laughs> I like puns. I'm really glad that uh, Dan Weiberg came up here and described what MERS was to me. As I honestly believe there was just a bunch of ninjas running around in Korea. <laughs> That's why I haven't been outside. <laughs> and, uh, and then after Dan Lyberg was uh, Mr. Charles, and I'll be honest, I didn't listen to a fucking word you said. I was just really upset that you went that whole set without twirling your mustache once. The fuck do you have it for if not to twirl it? Stupid bastard. <laughs> It's a weird world we live in, and it's always been weird. People are, uh, people are always talking about the kids today, how they say shit that doesn't make sense, how we don't get their lingo these days. Like, shit is on fleek. What the fuck does on fleek mean? Like, that's new. Like, we've always made sense before. We have never made sense in, this, in, in America. 
We have so many fucking sayings that make no sense to me. Like, um, when, when you were in love, well, they, they used to say that you were head over heels. You were head over heels in love. The fuck does that mean? I'm not a biologist or a doctor, but you can see me standing right in front of you right now, and my head is already clearly over my heels. Way over them. So what the fuck do they mean by that? I got two theories. Two theories. Yeah. So first, maybe when you were in love, they would say you were head over heels, which is normal. They were saying, yeah, it's normal. You are a normal person because you're in love, which means that everybody was probably in love. And if you're not in love, you're crazy. But that didn't make any sense. So my second theory is maybe, maybe there was a point in time that I haven't read about in my history books where everyone constantly walked on their hands. <laughs> everyone walked on their hands everywhere until they found that one person and they fell in love with them and they were able to stand upright. Right? You can say awe on that one. It's a real sweet story. Baby, I can't even walk straight until you came into my life. Put my dick inside of you. It's not funny. Every girl that's laughing, I'm gonna put my dick inside of you. <laughs> it's a weird, weird fucking country we live in. I mean, but nowadays, nowadays, like we got new technology. Like there's so many things that we can do. We fucking travel to the moon. All right, we got microscopes that can see like a, a fucking picometer, like right into your DNA, all right, we got, we can look at porn anytime we want to, on a screen, on a watch, that's fucking amazing. Now, if we got this fucking foreign technology, why is it the only way you can tell that my prostate is swollen is by sticking a finger in my ass? <laughs> like, that's the only thing that hasn't gotten past caveman times. <laughs> you got x-rays, they can see a broken bone, but the only way you can tell by sticking a finger all up in my ass. <laughs> There's more than one way to skin a cat. That's another saying that doesn't make sense to me. Like, shut up. <laughs> I like it when like a bunch of people are laughing or no one is laughing, that means they're listening. If one person is over here sounding like a fucking idiot, <laughs> you're just throwing me off. <laughs> oh, there's more than one way to skin a cat. What the fuck? Why, whoever made up that saying, were you sitting around thinking about different ways to skin a cat? Why do we need to skin so many cats? I had two theories. <laughs> I had two theories. Fashion changes a lot, I suppose. We know that from the day. And I imagine the same thing happened back then. You know, so I'm assuming after the chain mail phase, and the macaroni in your hat trend. That cat fur was probably a big thing, I guess. People were wearing cat fur. But you know, this is war times, you know, civil wars and revolutionary wars, so we're getting real low on steels and metals and all that shit. So when we're running out of knives, people are like, we need to find some more ways to skin these cats. <laughs> running out of fucking knives. But that doesn't make sense. So my second theory, is that maybe, um, I don't have a second theory. Do I have a second theory for that? Shut up. <laughs> it was a rhetorical question. 
I mean, you guys are really fucking up a lot. <laughs> Back in the days, uh, people's immune systems were pretty fucking shitty. Uh, you would die from a common cold. You got a splinter, they were cutting your whole hand off. Imagine that first person that sneezed around a cat. <laughs> we gotta fucking shave all these cats. I don't have a knife. There's more than one way to skin a fucking cat. Figure it out. Figure that shit out. You know, things were weird back then. I didn't understand a lot of things. Like, everything was backwards. Like, why the fuck were monocles so damn fancy? Bitch, if you're so fucking rich, how come you can only afford one lens? If I walked in here with one shoe on, people wouldn't think I was rich. They would think I was homeless. But homeless people don't do comedy. It's too sad. Fuck what you joke about. You don't have nothing to joke about. You don't have a house. I'm about to get real dark on you. What the fuck are you going to tell jokes about, homeless man? What's up with these boxes these days? Your box ever get carried away by a storm? <laughs> That's gross. I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible person. You hit that right on the nose. That's a stupid saying as well. What the fuck does that mean? When you get something right, that means you hit it on the nose. I got two theories. Two theories. First, maybe I got back in the day, like we were a real proud heritage of people. Like, real proud. We learned to be right all the time. I'm, I'm assuming that we put together somebody, the main man that made laws, put it together that like when you get something right, someone's arguing with you and you're correct and they're wrong, you have the right to punch them directly in the face. Bloody their nose up. Like a badass. Like a J Jason Grohl. What's that guy's name? I said it earlier. Let's go with Bob Marley. <laughs> Boom, right in the nose. Problem is, at some point, black people started getting rights. Right? Every once in a while, there was that first time that a black person said something that was correct. Never happened before. We didn't give them rights. Nothing you say is right. That one time, that first black person said something that was correct to a white person. Punched him directly in the face. Pop! We gotta change that law. <laughs> From now on, no one's punching anybody in the nose. You just say it. You got that on the nose, buddy. Good job. <laughs> I'm gonna leave with, uh, with a little bit of advice for the ladies. For the ladies. Yeah, I, I can, it works when I do it. <laughs> Step the game up, Polly. Check this out, ladies. Nobody wants a hand job from you. Ever. Bullshit. Never. Bullshit. Never. They may say that they do because that's all you're offering, but I want you to know that while that dick is in your hands, all he's thinking about is he wants that dick to be in any other hole on your body. Any other orifice would be better than your fucking crusty ass hands. Alright? And for you to even think otherwise, for you to even imagine that, is so fucking stuck up of you. How do you think you're that fucking good? Every guy in this fucking room has been masturbating multiple times a day, every single fucking day, since he was 11 years old. You think he doesn't know how to do that shit? He's got everything down. Alright? He's got the right speed. He's got the right music playing. He knows the right rotation, the right frequency. He knows exactly what he's doing down there. And then you come in there 
and you think like you pretend like you're gonna start teasing like you're gonna do something else. You're licking your lips. You're looking at him like you're gonna get something special tonight. He's been jacking off every single day for 22 years, and he's like, tonight's the night. This woman is gonna do something different. And then you just get in there like, we don't want that shit. You don't know what you're doing. You don't understand what it's like. You don't get it. But I'm gonna explain it to you. I'm gonna put it in ways you can understand. Imagine. Imagine you, you wake up every single morning and you make yourself a bowl of cereal. And you've been doing this every single day since you were 11 years old. So you know how to make that bowl of cereal perfect. You got the correct size bowl, the right spoon, the right amount of milk, the good placemat, the correct amount of cereal with marshmallows to grain. You know exactly what you're doing. Your boyfriend makes waffles that are out of this fucking world. You know it. And you think today is going to be the day that I get these waffles. I don't have to make cereal anymore. I've been making cereal all these days. So he comes over and he's fucking teasing you with it. He's got out the bowl. He's got out the waffle maker. He's got out the cake maker, the pancake batter. He's mixing it up. He's plugging in the waffle maker. And you're ready for it. So you just sit back and you wait, knowing that you're not going to eat cereal this morning. You're getting waffles. And then he puts on a pair of brass knuckles and punches you in the fucking face. That's what a hand job feels like. Don't do it. I'm done here. Donnell Brown, everyone. Give it up for Donnell. I, I really like how Donnell came up there. He was like, can I get, can I get an amen? Can I get... And amen. And I said, fuck a hand job. I said, fuck a hand job. I said, you want me to walk on water? You got to give me that pussy, girl. Woo! Praise him. Man, like, uh, I herniated a disc. Uh, there is stiffness in my back. I just really start beating. you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Ritual Misery. For more great shows, go to RitualMisery.com and support us by clicking on the Amazon banner. Thank you.